Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. <clears throat> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but, You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And um, I don't know, anything new on your mind, Mike? I mean, uh, I think you were, were you working today or no? No, no, just uh, trying to get stuff done. Gotcha. Well, I've got uh, just an interesting thing that is stupid, but it was interesting to me and it was funny. So you may, uh, you may laugh at this, but I went up to get my pizza and I was coming back and I just had whatever whatever mix on Spotify and uh, blind melon, no rain came on. And I'm like, me heard this song earlier, pop the next one. And then uh, guns, guns and roses, November rain came on. And I'm like, it's kind of coincidental. So popped it again. And then purple rain came on. <laughs> mm. And then guess what? It was also raining. And I'm like, this is stupid, but, uh, <laughs> but well, uh, as long as it's, it's raining men didn't come on. No, nope. That one didn't. Uh, that one isn't. Uh, hasn't yet been in the the mix of things I listen to. But you know the. <laughs> well, here's the funny part: is that's the the, the morning show I listen to in Milwaukee. Um, that yeah. is the and that's been the the theme song of their sports segment for years. And they did it. Because, uh, it was um, Homer Simpson's favorite song in one of the episodes. And then they All always right. just a just a bunch of guys talking about sports. So it's raining men so they've done it for mm-hmm. they were talking i don't know probably 20 or 25 years but that's just kind of it's kind of funny so i hear that i hear that song probably not daily but every time i listen to the morning show i, I hear that song so it's uh it i do hear it a lot it just doesn't come up on my mix so gotcha gotcha well you know the story about that song right Remember that one? um i don't know that i do maybe you told me but go ahead Okay, so I'm uh, out somewhere in the hinterlands of America at a truck stop. Uh, it was when I was back out on the road, and um, I was waiting to take a shower. And over the PA system, uh, there first came on um, the theme to a crying game, and then <laughs> It's Raining Men came on. I really did not want to go and take a shower after that. Are you there? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? At least you didn't start hearing banjos at that moment, too. So yeah, I, was yeah, I was ready for it. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and and when you as soon as you started that, I remember that. So that's why I was kind of like half giggling there for a minute. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, I've actually got uh, I've got a couple of suggestions, a, a comment that we got from somebody, which is kind of cool. But um, let me go through the stats real quick, and we can jump into it. Plus, I want to talk about your uh, your gig that's coming up, um, so we'll we'll start talking about that too. But right. um, for, first of all, with the stats, so followers on Instagram, um, we have actually it's up sixty seven this week, so one thousand three hundred thirty four um, followers on Instagram. Cool. Uh, plays on the podcast it's up uh, 73 this week so 1271 plays on the podcast nice top episode so first of all i got on instagram earlier today because your episode is still number one so episode number three is mike's episode still number one but you had uh, 96 plays and Basically, I begged everyone. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, but I'm like, hey, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good episode. It's a good story. You won't be disappointed. Plus, it gets us to 100. But we ended up at your episode number one in 99 plays. So we nice. missed it by. Yeah, but still. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> but you, what do you always say? Daylight dollar short, right? So we're, we're one play short on that. So now episode number 13 is the second episode in 92. And here's the thing. And I couldn't remember what that episode was. I mean, it's only what, yeah, seven right. <laughs> I, I barely remember what we talked about last week, but I have my notes from last week at least. But so it was the, um, can I speak to your manager episode? So I look back yeah. at the, just, just the write up real quick. That's when we talked about the three things to keep us sober. We also talked about um, powerless. That was your your dream about powerlessness. Right. Um, the 30 days before we got sober and some of the things that could have prevented us from staying sober. So, I mean, when I when I look at that now, I'm like, oh, OK, well, that makes sense because we talked about that quite a bit kind of going into it. And then and after that. So it just uh, I was curious. I couldn't remember what that episode was about. Mm-hmm. And then um, episode number one is the is number three so that's a 85 that's my story um vodka bottle episode which is episode number 10 is at 84 and uh once again episode number four which is our first 30 days um with 78 plays so um demographics still pretty much the same female listeners at 56 percent male at 41 percent so uh, we still have the the chicks are still the lead so thank you ladies we appreciate it we do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um two things last monday was our four-month anniversary of the podcast so a little round of applause there for us <laughs> thank you i have a pen in my hand right now so i was about to clap and i'm like i got a pen in my hand <laughs> is that a pen in your hand or are you just happy to see me yeah it's just a pen in my hand this at this time but hey you never know right <laughs> um so yeah, to 27th of, uh, of June was, uh, was our four month anniversary for this. So that was kind of cool. And then mm-hmm. you have a radio gig coming up and I just want you to, we're, we're going to post this stuff on Instagram too, as it gets closer and we'll, we'll promote it a little bit more. Um, but talk about what, what it is, what you have coming up. Um, you've done it before. I know that much, but just right. talk about it. All right. Well, um, WJCU is, uh, the college radio station here in Cleveland from uh, at John Carroll University. Um, and on that station, there's a gentleman named Bill Peters who has been doing this radio show since 1982. Um, it is the longest running uh, heavy metal radio show in America and quite possibly the world. 
Um, and every it, uh, JCU is a uh, community supported radio station. Um, every year they have a radiothon in September um, to uh, raise money because the college does not pay for the entire thing. And uh, the community supports it. And I am a member of the community. So <laughs> um, every uh, this is the third year I've done this. Um, we uh, didn't get to do it a couple of years ago because of the pandemic. There's that P <laughs> word again. Uh, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I've done it. Uh, yeah, this will be the third time I've done it in four years. And um, I love doing it. You know, it's um, I donate money to uh, go down and guest DJ for a couple of hours. And um, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, my uh, the day it's a Friday night show. It's Friday night uh, Eastern time from 630 to nine o'clock, um, 630 to 930, 930. I should I should know this better anyway. <laughs> um yeah, and I'll be doing uh, 7.30 to 9.30. I'll be doing two hours. And I'm going to be playing uh, some of my favorite music. So if you're interested in that, uh, be sure to tune in. It'll be August 26th, Friday night. Um, so we've got a little bit of time to gear up for that. Awesome. Now, you did it. The, the first year you did that was, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Wasn't it short? We were still... God, where were we? Were we in the? I I've been on JCU several times. Um, I, the first time I went down there and guest DJ, there was a show on after, uh, which is no longer there, called Music to Break Things By. Um, that ran for about thirteen years, but um, I started listening to that. <laughs> I was actually, <laughs> this kills me. I did, I wasn't aware of the show, um, until I got sober. I was in the Keating Center. It was. Uh, it was a Friday night. Uh, I had a radio with me. Most guys didn't, but I had one and I had headphones. And um, I laid down to go to sleep uh, about 10 o'clock on a Friday night at the Keating Center. I literally a couple weeks sober and uh, was spinning around the dial looking for something to listen to and uh, went down way down on the end where all those college radio stations are. And um, I can't remember the they played New York Dolls first and then the Dead Boys or the Dead Boys and then the New York Dolls. Either way, um, I was like, what the hell is this? This is you know, two of my absolute favorite bands in the world. Who are who's playing these guys? And um, it turned out it was uh, a couple guys, uh, Adam and Andy. Um, music to break things by was the show. And um, I started listening um, and uh became friends with them on Facebook and uh, yeah, about uh, about a year or so sober. Um, Andy was going to Chicago to see a show and uh, and Adam had posted on Facebook something about looking for somebody to come down and help him out. And uh, I said, well, hell, I would love to do that. So uh, the first time I went down to JCU, um, I, I co-hosted that show and uh, played a bunch of crummy punk rock records. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I knew it was, um, cause that's the one 
And we've referenced that before because it was a, right. a few episodes ago. Yeah, when I said that you used to when when we lived together, um, you right. just sit there and you know again you had jam that music in your in your bedroom. So I I yep. couldn't remember when you started listening to it, but that's kind of cool. But I, yeah. I knew that it was because that uh, in again I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and post there's uh, like I think that's your original picture that we're gonna post and then. I'll have Mike do a, do a write up or maybe do a, a simple recording. We'll do something on this and we'll promote mm-hmm. it. So and it, you know, it's something that uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's obviously for, you know, supporting a local radio station, something that Mike enjoys music's his background. A lot right. of the things that we've actually talked about, you know, he gets to, that's one of his passions, you know, so it just, mm-hmm. but on top of it, it's just a, it's a cool thing. And um, you know, one of those things that, like you said, number one, not only found it sober, but something you get to do as a sober right. individual. So, you know, just yeah, kind of- I, I get to be part of the community, and I got to throw it out there. Um, if you are listening around the country, you can go to wjcu.org and uh, listen to it. They also have an app, uh, and uh, yeah, so you can listen online. Um, and if you like what you hear there, um, like I said, it's called Station. They play all kinds of stuff, every kind of music you can think of. Uh, there's a show on there somewhere, and um. If you want to support them, you like what you hear down there, uh, WJCU.org, you can uh, tax-free, you know, a tax-deductible, make a donation, support them. All right, that's the end of that commercial. No, no, that's cool. Yeah, and I think the one here, and I, I listened to it on the, uh, the TuneIn app. Because I was in, yeah. uh, I was yeah. in Wisconsin. I, I listened to it, so yeah, it's uh, it's available, you know. So yeah, by all means. But one way or the other, I, I wanted you to start talking about that. I know it's uh, you know literally almost a couple months away, but uh, we'll right. continue. We'll continue to promote it and talk about it. And uh, once again, you want to hear this, uh, you know, this this guy's voice on a in another forum, but uh, the same right. type of setup, but <laughs> not not necessarily talking like we do, but still, you know, just kind of right. cool. yeah. Yeah, and you know, I'll probably uh, give this little podcast a shout out on there too. Well, and and I wasn't going to ask that because I wasn't sure if uh, you know if if that was if Christ if they could do it. I mean, or if you could do it, that's awesome, man. That'd be really really cool. So I'll just do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying what the hell I want to say. <laughs> yeah, soon as it'll be yes, and we've got a podcast called Sober Not Mature. And then mm-hmm. they'll be silenced. <laughs> Somebody right. will shut down, shut down, shut the mic off on you. But that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. It'd be like some. What was that in uh, Howard Stern show? Uh, pig vomit. They got his uh, station manager to shut right. off everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there's not a pig vomit there. But uh, yeah, that should, I don't know. That should, that should be a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, well, and, and speaking of, and hey, that's a hell of a good segue, as they say. Speaking of uh, supporting, um, just mm-hmm. want to run through a little bit again ways to support us if you guys are interested. Uh, number one, easiest way, once again, um, either Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on there or on Spotify, um, all you need to do is just give us a five-star rating. You don't need to go through and leave a review if you want to. Obviously, that'd be great. Just give us a five-star rating. What it's going to do is, once again, it pulls our podcast up in the search so if people are looking for or when they're looking for sober podcast, uh, they might have an opportunity to see us. Obviously, you can share us, you know, with uh, on your Instagram page, Facebook page, any social media. Um, that would be awesome too. We do have, and we've begun a uh, lot more activity with our with our store. We've got a bunch of merchandise. I've got a couple other potential shirt ideas, uh, but we've got a couple of people that just bought. One person just got a coffee mug. One person's cool. waiting on a phone case. We got T-shirts out there, tank tops. 
all these different things. So that's an opportunity to support us. Or um, once again, you can donate to it. Um, all these links are either on our Instagram page in the highlights for donation for the store, for our website, or if you go to the website, sobernotmature.com, um, that's going to have obviously access to all those pages too. The biggest thing is uh, once again, we're not out here trying to trying to beg for money. Uh, what we're looking at doing is the, the main thing, as I mentioned before, and we talked about is uh, we are going to upgrade uh, the hosting service. Not a lot of money to do it, a couple hundred bucks. But, um, you know, if it's uh, we haven't put that much money into this, but it will give us an opportunity to grow, have guests on, um, do a few more things that uh, they might be able to, to grow us and, you know, just grow the podcast in general. So it's going to go towards a good cause. Um, believe me, we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to go and spend it on records. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're doing that out of our pockets. Exactly. Exactly. So um one other thing, and we got a we got a comment from one of our one of our followers on Instagram. Uh, and uh-huh. I just thought this was really, really nice. Um says, Thank you for all that you do. I realize why I like this podcast so much. Uh you two are calm, which that kind of threw me a little bit, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you talk about serious things, but never come across as heavy handed, um, calm and relaxing, but some chuckles now and then. So thank you. Um, I do know who obviously posted it because it was a comment on uh, just one of the posts that I had. And I, I thank the individual. Um, so we, we appreciate. And, and that's the thing too, if you, uh, if anyone's listening or, you know, based on posts and things like that, if you do have suggestions, let us know anything that you guys want to talk about from a recovery standpoint, I mean, even if it's something that's a little off topic, but, uh, and you know, I was thinking about that too, because, you know, you were talking, Mike, about, you know, the fact that we've got some normies and things like that, or people, um, whether it's a, a normie or maybe somebody who's, um, you know, and I, again, the word sober curious, I don't want to necessarily use that, but, but somebody that might be on that cusp, you know, if, if anyone's got questions, you can shoot them to us anonymously. You can, um, you know, do it through the website, however you want to do it. There's comments areas to make comments uh, all over the place. So if you have suggestions for things to talk about, by all means, um, let us know. And we do have a, a suggestion um, from one of the, one of the individuals too, but um, basically we're more than willing to talk about anything. There's nothing we're going to look at. I mean, we even talked about medical marijuana last right. week before. So, <laughs> you know, so uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's fine. You know, it's not a big mm-hmm. deal. We talked, we talked about CBD products. I mean, we're more than willing to do it, but um but yeah, I just thought that I thought that comment was kind of nice. Now, yeah, the, absolutely. The question, though, that came up um, from from another individual was, um, and this kind of leads into the first thing to talk about. So, when giving up uh, in addiction, whether it be alcohol, drugs, or or anything like that, well, with us, let's take a look at it from alcohol and drug standpoint. Did mm-hmm. the question was did either one of us pick up a different or another addiction? Mm. Right which is uh, very common, you know, um, personally, no, <laughs> I did not. Um, um, you know, I probably, uh, I probably smoke about half a pack of cigarettes more than I used to, but other than caffeine intake is a little higher than it used to be. But, um, other than that, no. Right. I mean, I know people, um, you know, they, they go to the gym, like crazy or um you know they'll they'll start shopping or um you know or they work more or yeah all that um the way that we were taught was we need to find balance in everything that's kind of the whole point of doing this thing is uh finding balance in your life don't 
I think I said in an old episode, you know, I don't want to be obsessed with anything anymore. And by working this program, I'm not. So no, I didn't, I didn't pick up any other bad habits. I, other than trying to balance myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and I do, I remember when you said that about being balanced, because you said that we weren't even allowed to, to be obsessed about, or uh, you said too much sex was even bad. And I was like, question that. So I was like, damn, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. You know, what's funny is when, um, when I, and I saved that question and it was a, uh, it was right in the middle of the day when I, when I read the comment and I, and I told the person, I'm like, that'd be a great, I'm going to make a note of that because that'd be a great, mm-hmm. um, a great topic. And I didn't think about it. So you mentioned like caffeine intake and stuff like that. So this mm-hmm. is a, I didn't think about this until right right now, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of alcoholics, because of sugar and alcohol, end mm-hmm. up going on like a, a sugar kick, you know? Right. Whether it's chocolate or candy or whatever the deal is. I did that inadvertently. Um, I used to, well, I, I got a physical when I was like 11 months sober. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I was scared to death uh, to go in there because the when I went into detox, I mean, I was pretty messed up and... Uh, my liver was this and that and all these different things, but years of, mm-hmm. of drinking and, and everything else and hearing all these stories about, I was, I was truly scared to, to figure out what might be wrong with me, you know? Right. So all said and done, the only thing was my, um, my sugar level was too high, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, <laughs> I don't want to say seriously high, but he's like, um, tell me a little bit about your sugar intake. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, well, because at the, at the time I was working at a company that provided, um, which most companies I've worked for provide free coffee, but they had these, this Nestle, um, French vanilla creamer. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've never been one. And to this day, I don't, I don't like creamer in my coffee, but this Nestle's French vanilla, it was really good. (laughs) So for a travel mug size, size of coffee, every time I get coffee, I wouldn't just put one. I put like two or three of those in there, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I was eating. I was getting cookies from Aldi. I was eating probably, I don't know, six, seven, eight cookies a night. I wasn't eating right. ice cream at that point. But when I was a mom, she'd have M&Ms. I couldn't get enough chocolate, you know? Right. And uh, so he he's like, okay, let's try this. Rather than three of those creamers, put one. Rather than six cookies, have three. And he started scaling me down a little bit. And then my, uh, my, my blood sugar level went down, uh, within right. a month I corrected it, you know? So right. that was a, I don't know if it, well, maybe it was, it was my, my body, you know, replacing that. But I mean, I certainly wasn't stopping myself, but the, even from a work level, I didn't necessarily work more, but, um, I think about our nights then, I mean, we, we get up, we went to work, we came home, we went to meeting and went to bed. We, I, right. if anything, probably, I don't know. I was, it, I know we had a routine where we, addicted to or obsessed with a routine. I know I didn't want to get out of it, you know? Right. Um, but um, over the years, though, there's really nothing that I've, that I've fallen into like that. The only thing that I got to be careful with is like, um, and I spend very, very little time on Facebook anymore mm-hmm. uh, because I spend all my time on Instagram doing stuff <laughs> for this. Right. You know, and, and I don't think it's, well – Again, I'm going to say I don't think. When I think about it now, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I've set a time aside to do that. I don't know that this that this podcast is an addiction, but this just popped into my head. Um, <laughs> but I I do. This is 
hugely important to me, and I spend a lot of time focusing on it. And I've got to watch myself at times because I'll, I'll have an idea in my head. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if we can do this, or well, I wonder if this. And, you know, 45 minutes later, I look at the clock, and I'm like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, you know, just went mindless with this. But, you know, the the only thing I can look at is um, obviously we're trying to do some sort of good with this. I'm not – the mm. only time I'm on Instagram, I, I used to waste so much time on Facebook. It was unbelievable. But right. um, I know people that have gone from, you know, I mean, gambling and stuff like that. And like you said, shopping and uh, people mm. get into financial troubles, you know, from sure. going into some sort of other obsession. You know, people get obsessed with, I mean, it could turn into a, again, it could turn into a sexual addiction. It can turn into a food addiction. It can turn into all these different things. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, that's one of the reasons that I, I've been into a, conce- a casino one time since I've been sober and I spent 20 bucks and I walked out because right. Um, right. I know I know for a fact I used to spend time in casinos. I, well, no, twice. You and I, you and I went there with, um, with Michael. With Michael. Yes. Happy anniversary, Michael. I was just going to say that the man with the <laughs> anniversary. So, so let, we'll step back a little bit. So our buddy Michael, um, and uh, he ended up marrying another person that we now is a, a very good friend of ours in, in the group, but uh, they got married back in 2013. Um, mm-hmm. But Michael ended up in the Keating Center, um, of course, in well July 2010. So today is his 12-year anniversary. Right. So we have um, literally, and we're still thinking probably eight to 10 people from that time frame mm-hmm. still. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Michael's one of them, probably um, our, our next closest friend, you know, between the two of us, then there, I'd say Michael fills yep. into that into yep. that mix and that that night we were talking about um the three of us went went down to uh which casino was it the uh it's the yeah it's the jack casino downtown cleveland yeah which was very very cool but we hit the buffet mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> seriously uh the three of us walked obsession <laughs> <laughs> well it, that is one thing this i will not leave food on my plate when i leave a restaurant and in right. a situation like that we walked outside afterwards and all three of us and no joke, I was in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I ate so much. And uh, when I had, I had reposted pictures from that like a year later. And mm-hmm. I remember Michael posted on Facebook. He's like, he's like, Ugh, I'm still full. <laughs> still full. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so Michael's a really, really good friend of ours. And so he hit his, uh, his 12 year anniversary today. Um, his wife, Megan, her 12 is coming up when, like October, November, right? Somewhere in that area. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. And then uh, our other friend uh, Michelle just got twelve back in June. December, yeah, June. yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because she always has to sit her ass down at Founders Day when we're still standing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, when they do when they do the count up, just just so everyone knows on that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so that time I was at a casino and one other time. But uh, there's a reason I don't do that because I didn't want like that night. I'm like. I'm just bouncing back and forth. And finally, I'm just because I think both you and Michael wanted to head out. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, even in my head, I'm like, I just I haven't won anything. I want it. So I just tanked it. <laughs> I just big, basically tanked my tank, my 20 bucks so we, we could leave. And I'm like, whatever, man. But I right. would rather walk out with with nothing than than have the same amount or a couple of bucks more. So it is. I, I know it could be it could be a problem for me. But no, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess for us, uh, no real no real cross addiction or anything like that but uh i guess both of us know know what could happen <laughs> again right the the whole point of this program is to not be obsessed with anything you know like the big book says alcohol is just a symptom 
So all that other stuff is a symptom too. And um, thanks to working this program, I'm not obsessed with anything today. And I like that. Yeah. And uh, you know what? And honestly, uh, until, until that question was brought up and not that I wasn't aware of it, cause I'm, I'm fully aware and definitely aware that that happens to people, but mm-hmm. I just never thought about it on a personal level. And maybe that's a good thing because it, Right. That hasn't happened, you know? So, yeah. Nice yeah. little nice little mind check. So this other one actually probably uh, goes back to our um, – and this just – this came into my mind uh, based on listening to um, the other podcasts I listened to. And it was it was one of mm-hmm. the things where she, she started talking about it because she had um, – this again, I'm listening to episodes from now eh, probably a year and a half ago. Well, probably a year ago now. Uh, mm-hmm. But – I guess one of her listeners or something like that had made some comment to her the, about how can she um, profit off of something like this, like the recover community and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what she said, but so what would, uh, and this is just because this has not happened to us. And, you know, we've right. got the, we got the store, we've been open about it. We're not trying to hide anything, you know, with any right. of that, but, um, what would your, if someone did question us, what would your, what would your thought be beyond that? Cause I, I had never thought about it until she brought it up and it was just two days ago. Right. Well, well, somebody, uh, you know, uh, no, we're not trying to make money off of this thing. We're not, um, we're trying to keep it going and bring you the best product we possibly can. How's that for crappy DJ? Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, you know, study the history, man, of AA. I mean, you know, they had some pretty grand ideas in the beginning. You know, they were going to open um, treatment centers and, and hospital. And, and, you know, they were going to – Bill was uh, – Bill Wilson was a schemer, you know. So, admittedly um, – you know, he, <laughs> that's, that was his modus operandi, man. He, he, he wanted to, you know, uh, his story, he and Lois went and got on a motorcycle and, and went across the country to look at businesses. I mean, he was always scheming. And um, when he got this thing going at first, he was going to make some money off of this thing. And, um, you know, they figured out pretty early on that um, that's not what this was for. You know, Alcoholics Anonymous was not a money-making thing. Um, you know, the Keating Center we talk about, um, you know, they're a nonprofit. They, they, they make money, but the money that they make goes into running the thing. Um, and that's the model. Alcoholics Anonymous, the Keating Center, places like that. Um, not promises, not I used to be an addict and now I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm still an addict. Um, yeah, you know, we're trying to keep this thing running to possibly help someone else. The same model that Alcoholics Anonymous has, the same model that the treatment centers have, um, that we're affiliated with. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's our business model, quote unquote, you know, we're just trying to keep this thing going. Um, if it takes a couple of bucks to do that, cool. Um, we're not trying to make money off of this. We're not, we're, we're certainly not going to get rich off of doing this. What we're going to try to do is, is continue it. That's all without, um, you know, without driving ourselves into the poor house to do it. Yeah. Right. So that's my answer. Well, and, and you know, I, I felt the same way. I suppose if somebody, and, and that's kind of the way that 
almost not even kind of. That's exactly the way that, that she answered that. And, mm-hmm. and she said the same type of thing was, uh, and she's not, and neither are we. Uh, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. You know, we're not a, we're not a sanctioned AA group. Uh, we are not nope. affiliated, you know, with AA in any way, shape, or form. Um, we nope. talk about it because that's what we do. Uh, but mm-hmm. we're not speaking for um, anyone or anybody or any any entity. This is this sober, not mature thing is is our deal. Um, yep. and, and here here's a cool part. And we we did this. Uh, and who's asking me that? I can't remember who asked me the other day, but was asking how how we even started all this stuff. And I and I was mm-hmm. telling the person. I mean, just these. You know, uh, again, it went from Dave Grohl's book to Audible to you mm-hmm. and I at Thanksgiving going. I was just listening to that podcast. I'm like. We could do that. <laughs> right. And I said it on a whim, you know, and I'm just like, we, we could talk a bunch of shit in the microphone, can't we? <laughs> Absolutely. And then, we, you know, we proved later, that for four months. <laughs> you know, I was just going to say, well, yeah, now seven months later, we're literally talking shit into a microphone every week. Yep. But, um, but, you know, the, the startup cost on everything that we've done has not been that much. It's It's been relatively little. I mean, the website costs a little bit of money. Uh, the hosting service is free. Um, I do a little bit of boosting on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. So basically, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, advertising, um, setting up the store was nothing. But um, I haven't even taken I haven't taken a dime out of that out of that store yet um, right. because it's just. I, I want to, and Mike and I talked about this, and you know we, we just want to save that until we have. So this will give you an indication. We have not even made 200 bucks on it because we haven't taken enough money out to, to spend the money on the, the new service. So, um, right. But if anyone asks me how much money have you made, I can, I can tell you how much we've, we've not made. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it would see it would take me a couple of minutes. We're we're in the we're in the red. Let's let's put it yep. that way from from that standpoint. But here's the thing. You know, um I don't know when when I when I think about this and I think of the um uh, I don't know, the the time that that I could be spending doing anything else that's not productive. And mm-hmm. spending a little bit of money doing something like this that once again, worst case scenario and and I know you agree with this Mike that even if nobody ever listens again and nobody ever cares what we say, we get to talk to each other every single week and this helps us. Yep. You know, that's the point, you know, yep. I mean, that's the whole point of this. And that's what, that's what, uh, you know, they, they said, you know, 80, whatever years ago, um, all you need is, you know, the, at that point they used to say what two drunks in a big book or something like that right. to, to have a meeting. Um, now, right now it's just, you know, two drunks and a microphone, <laughs> yep. two drunk tables. <laughs> I just started <laughs> inadvertently started singing a Beck song mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I hate myself for doing it too. Cause I don't like that song, but uh, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So we're on the same page about that, but yeah, we, we do, we want to grow it. Unless yep. somebody comes to us and you know wants to give us a contract for this podcast to do it full time and we can quit our jobs, then then we'll be profiting in a different way. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Well, you know that's why I threw it out there is this huge hypothetical, right? <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, all right, back to business here. So, um, going back to like the Keating Center, and I got kind of two questions about that time frame that popped into my head. Um, for a couple of different reasons, but the the first one is, what do you think the you personally? What do you think the most influential group or the group that meant the most to you while we were in the Keating Center? Mm. Um. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, there. <laughs> uh, 
I really, well, you know, of course, I like Larry's group a lot because he was uh, absolutely no bullshit whatsoever. He was a definite finger in your chest. This is what you need to do, asshole, um, kind of thing. And I love that. Um, plus, he had a sense of humor, um, which was great. There was a, I don't remember the guy's name. It's killing me. It was one of, it was one of my favorite groups, though. Um, do you remember that he was the gay guy that came in? Do you remember his yep. name? I don't remember his name, but uh, yeah. he was, everyone loved him. Just yeah. loved him. Yep. Yeah. He was cool. Yeah, exactly. He, he'd come in and he would just talk. It was <laughs> kind of similar to this podcast. He would just come in and talk about life and stuff. And it was, um, it was inspirational. You know, it was, uh, here's a guy who's living his life and he's coming back and telling us about it, doing it sober. It was, it was cool. Um, and, um, <laughs> and of course, if you really want to know the most influential one, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Um, the tapes selling Bibles on the street corner. Yeah, Jim, 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 Benny. Yes, yeah. thank you. God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, hated his group. Hated his group. It was it was a slog to get through. But. Damn it. Um, the stuff he said still st resonates with me. I still try to live by the words that he gave us. So, yeah, those are the three. You know what? And what's funny is, and I, I, I know for a fact I told you at the time, but there was a so we were required to go to groups while we were while we were halfway before we started looking for work and stuff like that. And right. at the time, you know. You're in groups like all day long, even half day on Saturday. And um, we figured that once we're done, we're never going back into groups. So mm -hmm. out of all the groups and exactly what you just said. So so Jim's group, the, and we've talked about it before. And uh, again, he he would play tapes. It was a big book. And he would just mm -hmm. play literally cassette tapes. And right. but he would still talk to us, you know, but he would play this right. stuff out. We're yeah. sitting there and just these tapes are droning on. And I mean, you want to talk about and he. He when you when he walked in the room, he just kind of like, what about this dude? You know, I mean, from mm -hmm. again, judging a book by its cover type of thing. But all said and done, we get out and we're up not halfway anymore. I went in and sat in on his group. I don't even remember why I was there because it was Wednesday, if I remember correctly, Wednesday yeah, afternoon. I believe so, right? <laughs> Which I don't even know why I remember that. But mm. I I went in and I sat down in his group, and I tell you what. Just after that time frame, maybe it was the, the fact of not having to be there. I actually mm -hmm. got something out of it. I'm like, I'm like, man, was have I really been missing something this whole time? Mm. <laughs> because I was like, damn, this dude makes some sense, man. Um, right. But so Larry was Larry was a lot of fun. I agree with you on that. And I remembered, and I couldn't remember his name either. That yeah, that gentleman that came and just talked about stuff. Did somebody try to structure him at one point? If yeah. I remember. Or, yeah. Yeah, and that, that pissed everyone off because he had to. Mm -hmm. I think he stopped doing group there because of that. Yeah. Uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to change what he was doing, and we didn't want him to. Right. Um, but Tony used to come in. Dan used to come right. in. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, you know, you probably hit <laughs> with without me even. And I didn't seriously. I didn't didn't even think about which ones they were. I just I, I had Tony in my mind because mm. I remember a couple of key things that he had said. But Dan also said key things. Uh, you know, but. But yeah, I mean the Jim's group is as crazy as it may sound. I, I think you're right because that that's that the big book is literally the Bible of everything that we do today. So right. you know, 
maybe some of it just sunk in <laughs> inadvertently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what about in along those lines too? And my my second question with that that popped into my head, and it it, it actually popped into my head one morning while I was doing my morning routine. Do you mm. remember? Um, how you t- so for what you do now today do you remember uh, how you built that what it started with and how that progressed and when <laughs> no um, <laughs> no um, I, I mean what we do today i mean you know we read the 24 hour book every day we that was first thing that was every day at the keating center we got up and we brushed our teeth and did what we did and and we went in and we did our morning meditation which was a reading of the 24-hour book every day um that's you know what i do every day um you know we were uh, pray go to meetings help another drunk drilled into our heads over and over again um so get into the routine of 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 praying i you know this atheist prays twice a day because they told me it's it's an action I have to take to stay sober. So I do. Um, I say please in the morning and I say thank you at night. Keep it simple, man. Um, but yeah, the routine, building the routine. Um, I don't know, man. It, <laughs> it just, it's, you know, you, you start doing these things and, and and the basic thing is don't stop. You know, every person that ever went out they came back you know we'd ask them what happened and the simple answer was they stopped they stopped going to meetings they stopped praying they stopped helping another drunk they stopped doing their routine so um everything that i started to do we talked about i think it was the last week wiping the sink down you know what the hell's i got to do with staying sober making your bed every day what the hell's i got to do with staying sober i don't know man it's a routine it's a it, things an action that i take every day and um i don't stop so <laughs> and what do you know i'm still sober right and you know when uh, when i started thinking about that and uh, i was curious to know if 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 you remembered how it built because i don't either i have no nah. idea nah. it's just getting to the point and and i remember uh, well here's two things i remember well let me step back a minute the the making the make of the bed thing and the the gentleman mm-hmm. that had made that comment about that. First of all, his name is Josh. Um, so, uh, hey, Josh, he, he hi, listens, Josh. listens to us quite a bit. Um, cool dude. And he just ordered one of our coffee mugs and posted that up on, on Instagram. So there's cool. two other people or three that have ordered things recently. Once all of them get there and post pictures, I'm going to post like another collage type of thing. Um, but nice. I, I just told him, I asked him, number one, if it was okay for me to, to you know, post his picture, mm-hmm. his, his comment. But I said, I, I just want to wait. I said, there's, he knows the one person that ordered, uh, there's like two other people that ordered stuff. And he said, he said to me, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'll wait. He goes, he's referring to the one person that he knew. He goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, I want my picture with the cool kids. (laughs) (laughs) And and she is, uh, her, her name is, her name's Daphne and she's, she's actually wonderful. And she ordered a, um, I think she ordered a, yeah, she ordered a shirt and then I think she's going to order a coffee mug too, but yeah, she's really cool. She lives out in Texas. So we've got, we've got these people you know, he's, I think he's in Kentucky. The one other person that ordered mm-hmm. something, oh, that I posted last time. She's in Florida. I can't remember where the other person was that I posted with the T-shirt. The one out in California, now somebody in Texas. All these different different people, which is cool. You know, cool group. Yeah. Um, but so with the with the whole like routine stuff, as I'm as I'm thinking about this, the only thing that I remember. So first of all, I remember 
when I was told, uh, when we were told we had to pray, and I don't remember whose group it was. I'm thinking it was either either Dan or Tony, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And we were like super new. I know it had to have been probably in the first week. It had to have right. been. So they're like, okay. And they were they were trying to get us to, to deal with resentments and, and things like that. I don't know if they said, mm-hmm. guys, we're going to deal with resentments today. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the the conversation was okay. Think about the person that um, that you are most mad at in your life. And at that point, mm-hmm. it was my ex wife, not justified, mm-hmm. you know. And, right. and, and again, Dawn, if you're ever listening to this again, <laughs> this I messed up mentality from well over twelve years ago. So just listen to this; it has a good ending. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Dawn, everyone, Dawn's my ex wife. She's really cool. Um, I care yep. about her deeply. Yep. So that's it. But. So, you know, so that was the one that she's the one that quote unquote messed up my life. So I was mad. They're like, okay, think about why you're mad at this person, what they've done. And they're going through all this different stuff. So they're basically emotionally just lighting us all up. And then they're like, do you picture it? Can you feel it? Everyone in there like, Urgh. right. <laughs> then, they're like, then they're like, okay, now you got to pray for him. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, Why? You know, and but they said that the way to get rid of a resentment is to pray for the person. So right. the thing of it was, and, and this made zero sense to me, but I get it now. So the, the whole point is, is that if you if you dislike somebody or mad at somebody, it's on you, not them. But if you mm-hmm. think it's on them, if you pray for them, then that goes away. And you could usually come back and figure out that it's you and figure out that part of it. Right. You know, so again, that took me a minute to get to that point. But so. At that point, once again, I remember I started doing that, but I don't know if it was um, <clears throat> like some full prayer thing. But that started off as just like, mm, okay, I, I pray for Dawn, and that'd be it. And then right. I started saying, you know, I, I prayed for her because she's the mother of my child. And mm-hmm. then it, it evolved into the point where both her and my daughter's mom are in my prayers every day, morning at night, and I pray for them sincerely, and I pray for their health and their happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's all I want, you know, and, yeah. and I actually mean it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing too, when, when we had to do our little, um, Kylie mile thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when I do my prayers. Cause I, I wasn't into this day. My prayers are mine. I don't do them in front of anyone. They're mine. Yep. Um, I'm not embarrassed. I'll tell anyone in the world that I, not anyone, but you know what I mean? I'll tell mm-hmm. people that I, that I pray, but they're mine. That's my time, you know? Right. So I, I started it there cause I was embarrassed. I didn't want to pray in front of anyone that mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I would say my prayers quietly in my head. And that gave me time when I did that walk, you know? Right. <clears throat> I do remember at that time, one time walking back, and I remember almost exactly where I was in the parking lot. It popped into my head. I'm like, as I'm saying my prayers, I'm like, when did I start saying all this stuff? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know today, let alone that I know it, you know, 30 days or 60 days or whatever it was. But, you know, that I know that you turned me, uh, turned me on to the God Grant Me book. I've added other mm-hmm. readings to it, other Hazleton readings. There was right. a website I used to read from. I don't know when I started looking at my... Uh, my sober counter every day, but the the thing in the prayers that I do, I I don't change them except for there's there's certain pieces I do more than just say please and thank you. Um, mm. This routine that I've gotten into, but I'll add I'll add or subtract a person if a person's in trouble or what I feel like in need or that sort of thing. And, right. And 
here's the other thing. Do you ever remember being told not to pray for yourself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was trying to think. I don't remember where I heard that from. But so the only thing I don't pray for things to happen for me or anything like that. The only mm-hmm. thing I pray for is the only thing I'll ever say is that towards the end of my prayers, um, please keep me healthy. That's all I do is I want to. I want to stay healthy. I know I need to do work to stay healthy, but that's the mm-hmm. only thing I ask for of myself. Other than that, it's for all for other people, you know? Right. So, but uh, it just, seriously, as I was, I was sitting outside one of the mornings and I'm like, <laughs> same thought came into my head. When did I start doing all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> right. Was, yeah. Well, I mean, I remember you, uh, praying for yourself. Um, First time when I was like 30 years old, the first time I was introduced to the program, um, it was explained to me, um, there are no gimme prayers. You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, that's, you know, all of us, you know, we were, we get a jackpot. You know, please, God, help me. I, I promise I'll never do this again. <laughs> you know, yeah. Give me prayers. You know, give me riches. Give me fame. Give me fortune. No. No give me prayers. My prayers are for others. Always, always. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the thing that's, uh, um, you know, the whole, I guess goes back to just made me think the give it away to keep it type of thing. We're giving away mm-hmm. our, our thoughts and prayers to other people. Yep. And then, yep. uh, you know, somehow, some way as a Joe, <laughs> you, it's AA math. He goes, you give all yep. the stuff and you end up with more. <laughs> yep. First time he said that, I think I laughed out loud at it. Um, mm-hmm. but it is, it's true. You know, yep. the whole concept that you, you have to give this stuff away to, in order to get something back, which is mind blowing. Um, right. but and, and leaving in, and once again, I mean, especially I, and I'll just speak for myself, an egotist, a control freak, all those different things. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone. Oh, thank you for agreeing with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was agreeing for myself too, but yes, I was agreeing with you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know well here's here's the thing every once in a while when we're when we're talking and and sometimes i just try to keep talking because i'll just stop and laugh mm-hmm. but stuff you're like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that just that just goes just that's a clear indication of how well we know each other <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so so anyhow it's really hard for me even to this day um, to, to give anyone control and to, to open up to people, especially in, and I think about this from uh, like a friendship standpoint, you and I are extremely open and vulnerable when it comes to each other. We know that you're, you're the, you know more about me and about any than anyone in the world um, ever, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but I'm not afraid of that unless you drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then you're going to, you're going to steal my shit and tell all my secrets, but Hey, that's, that's right. A, a chance I, I apparently I'm willing to take, but yeah. But when it comes to like a relationship and that vulnerability in any relationship, I mean, with a, a member of the opposite sex or, or a friend mm-hmm. or a family member, um, you know, it's hard to, to, to open up like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, again, that, that whole vulnerability of just, we're supposed to just, let this whatever, you know, run our life. And I don't know why it works. We've said that how many times, right? But right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, apparently, apparently it does. But uh, yeah, so just just weird stuff. I mean, um, once again, the, the routine that I do, and it's 
it's almost like breathing to me. Um, I don't mm -hmm. think about it. Sometimes I'll actually step back and I'll, I'll reread something because I know I was just going through the motion, not on purpose, because I, right. I don't. I don't try to rush through that stuff on purpose, uh, but every once in a while I sit back. I'm like, I really got, I got to pay attention to this. I've been a little fucked up in the head or whatever the mm -hmm. case is. I'm like, you need to pay attention here, you know? And, and I will, but it's a, uh, maybe that's a good thing that I can, that I can realize that at times. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you know, there, uh, God, a couple of days ago, I, I hadn't gotten very much sleep and uh, my alarm went off and I, I was, exhausted i just i i did not want to get up but you know have to um but i have to <laughs> um you know and i'm doing my readings and i'm like because i i get up and, and take care of my business and i lay back down in bed when i do my readings um which is a holdover from when i was in the truck because there was nowhere else to do it um so i lay back down and i just i i could barely focus and i just I, I don't know what the hell I read a couple of days ago, and it was fine, but I read it. I, I got through it, and then I got up and I did the rest of my routine in the morning and, and you know, didn't drink that day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, seriously, I, I was just, I you know, three pages of reading, small pages, and I have no idea what the hell I read, but I did it. And that's sometimes how I have to do this thing. You know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no focus. I, there's no control. There's no nothing. It's just, I just have to do it. Just walk through it and do it. That's some days are like that. And that's okay. As long as I continue to do what I'm supposed to do, it doesn't matter if I'm focused. It doesn't matter if I'm paying attention. It doesn't matter if I'm giving it my all. I'm doing it. That's all that matters. Right. Well, yeah. you know, and, uh, and I said, whatever it was, I'm three, four or five episodes ago when I, when I said that, you know, I started uh, numbering the things we're talking about and I, I am, I'm sitting, mm -hmm. I got my, I got my Chromebook on my lap closed kind of as like a little table and I'm, I'm marking off things as we're talking about it because it got to the point where <laughs> within an hour, I forgot what we talked about. And right. I can't tell you how many times that, cause I will, I usually, um, after I, after we're done doing this, I, I do the, the chop off at the beginning and, um, I'm doing up the editing, um, <clears throat> like a, the description part of it mm -hmm. usually. And then by, by that time you send me the picture and the, the name of the episode and whatever. And I'm right. usually listening right. to the episode. I listen through because sometimes I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. If I want to add the description and mm -hmm. I'll listen to us. So within, within an hour or an hour and a half from now, I'll be right. listening to this and I'll be like, and I'll never saying that. <laughs> I'm like, and it, and it came out of my mouth and I didn't remember right. you saying it. And I do, I, I do listen to you. I try sure. to when you talk. Right. <laughs> but, but sometimes I just, I'm like, man, it's crazy. But no, once again, same thing trying to come up with the title. Yeah. It's like, what the hell did we talk about? What do I, I gotta, I gotta think of something that relates to what we talked about. And I have no idea what the fuck we just said. Right. But hey, and, and so everyone knows, and um, this is one of the things that the Mike has done from the start. I think the the only picture that I picked um, that I suggested uh, out of uh -huh. all the episodes we've done is the uh, the Grim Reaper cheese head, because I wanted right. that for our for our cheese land. But you right away, you're like, oh, yeah, that one works. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but other than that. You picked out the name, the Cheeseland Chronicles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's every so every time, you know, when because uh, I usually call it real quick after we're done with this. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, do what you got to do. Figure out a picture and a title. And uh, usually within half hour, hour at the most, he sends me something. Right. And nine times out of 10, it's, I, I've never, I've never said no. Why would I? Cause I, mm. I don't care. I, I, really, <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care what the title is. Cause I know it's going to be good. Mm. And, uh, and it, and it cracks me up, but yeah, Mike, Mike has to think of that, which might even be harder than just sitting here talking about it, but I think it's funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, I think we're done with the, the routine part. So neither of us remember how the hell we do what we do, but what we do is good and we stay so right. <laughs> yep. We do it and that's what matters. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter how we got here. We just keep There's on no- doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what about in, and this is something that, uh, once again, they, this, podcast i listened to uh, she's been saying this um for for months and it never popped into my head to ask the question but um do you have and, and maybe i'll go and i don't know this could be a two-part question for you since you've been obviously you've been through the process before but mm-hmm. what was the what was the biggest misconception you had about getting sober whether it was this time or just in general or did you ever have a misconception um well uh, probably the higher power thing um you know, uh, that you have to, <laughs> the biggest misconception is you have to believe in God to work this program. Um, and you don't, you have to work this program the way that it's spelled out. You do have to find a power greater than yourself. And it's even suggested in a couple of spots, use the group, use the program itself as a power greater than yourself. Um, Yeah. You know, you don't have to believe in God to do this. You just have to do it. Um, and guess what? It works. You know, I use Tony as a great example. Albright, I'll use his name because he doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he walked into this program to prove that it didn't work. He was going to work this program. He was going to work the steps to the best of his ability to show that it didn't work. He worked the steps <laughs> to the best of his ability and he's still fucking sober nine years later. <laughs> I, you know, so just Tony is a ridiculously good friend of ours, very close yep. friend. He's, yep. he's a, the same, the same level as Michael and, and Megan. And then his his wife, Angel, Yep. Um, all these, I mean, all these people, they're all in our group, but uh, mm-hmm. Tony's a good dude and a really, really good friend of ours. I yep. never do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make this cake exactly how they say it. I'll bet you. That's right. <laughs> yep. That was it. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. If that motherfucker doesn't listen to this podcast, we're going to, we're going to clock George Orange's ass, but well, we don't have to blow yep. his ears open. So, okay. No, we don't have to do that. Well, we'll still do it. We're going to hold <laughs> we his ear. <laughs> why you hold my eyes open i don't know because we want to <laughs> uh, so that's awesome that's awesome from yep. Cody's standpoint so you know what and and here's the funny part because uh that now when i when i talk about sometimes these conversations go off in the different directions most of the answers that she gets from people that she asks that are mm-hmm. uh, i won't have any fun or this is going to be this mm-hmm. judge so it's all like outside things like that so mm-hmm. i thought about what you just said but you and I have talked about this before when, when I walked in. So Kathy's ex, uh, Mark had said it to me and I thought the same thing. First mm-hmm. day walking in the meditation, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not a God guy, man. I don't, and I right. knew my, my dad had this, my dad believed in a higher power, but I think if nothing else, he leaned closer to the God thing, but he mm-hmm. had more of a, 
um, a good positive uh, religious background growing up. Uh, both my grandma and grandpa on his side went to church on, they weren't like Bible thumping people. They were just good human beings and they, they did mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, so I think he had the more of that base. Um, so I knew about this thing, but yeah. And you know, what's funny is, is that, and I know for a fact it was, it was Dan that said it. Um, he said it to, to us as a group and he'd said it to other people after that, you know, he's like, you don't have to believe. He said two things that were very important. He said, first of all, he goes, you don't have to believe in anything. Just know that it's not you. And right. that was, that was huge for me because mm-hmm. that, that I, all I had to, all I had to know was what it was not. I didn't have to know what it was, right. you know, which, so, so that helped me. But the other thing he said, he goes, he goes, I guarantee he goes, I have a power in my life that's greater than myself. So if you need to borrow mine, and he said, this is a group, not to me, but to mm-hmm. the group. He said, if any one of you guys need to borrow mine, he goes, I'm willing to lend it to you until you find one of your own. And I'm like, that's just really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. The other thing that just popped into my head. So we were, you and I were both go, we were going to a meeting and we both had, um, we were both sponsoring people at the time. And these guys were relatively new. We were too, but you know, certainly probably one or two years sober. Mm-hmm. And we were going to a meeting and one of them had asked, they were, we had this conversation about the higher power thing. And I, I think they, they asked both of us, they're like, um, you know, do you have a higher power? Both of us like, well, yeah, of course we do. And then mm-hmm. they're like, okay, so what is your higher power? And you explained your deal and I explained mine. And then uh, they're like, well, but how do you, um, how do you describe your higher power? And I couldn't answer the question. I still right. can't. No. You know, I mean, I, and I, I remember saying to him, I'm like, okay, if you gave me a pen and a pad of paper and, and told me I had to draw you a picture or even a description of what my higher power was, I'm just going to throw the pen down because I can't. I don't, right. I, I've developed this conception of, of what it is, and that's all that I need. I don't have to put a vision to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be some dude with long hair that hangs in a cross. I don't need to go into a building that has a steeple in order to feel this thing. I can right. get anywhere that I want. And whatever it is, I don't need, I don't need it explained to me, which is really weird because I need everything explained to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, a part of that being analytical is not a bad thing. And I, I always use like, uh, um, like driving a car, for instance, when mm-hmm. you too were driving a truck, you know what, what things sound like and stuff like that. So when I, mm-hmm. when I turn on my car, I know what's happening. It's not just a matter of pushing a button, moving a lever and my car works. I understand. Right. What, what makes the car work and that's important to me you know mm-hmm. i to begin with trying to figure this shit out with that that's a bad thing so yeah just side note if nothing else suggestion if anyone's mm-hmm. listening and you're new um do if you're analytical i'm telling you um i'm, su- <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm suggesting to you just based on my own personal drove myself nuts um experience don't try to figure it out just just go along with it until it feels right. That's easy. That's the easiest yep. way to put it, you know. But uh, but yeah, you know, I, I never I never thought about that as far as the misconception. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize it. Do you remember? Um, so Founders Day one year, and this was God. This was a while ago now. But um, what what amazed me about this is that the the whole this is a true example that you don't need this this our vision, whatever the America United States vision of, of God is. There was mm-hmm. a dude. Um, the Middle East. So, mm-hmm. and he was standing up. He read how it works. He was in his typical Middle Eastern garb. He had his he had his head headgear on the whole bit, and he sat there and he read how it works. And I looked at that and I'm like, that is fucking cool. Because mm-hmm. 
I know he doesn't believe in the God that is in our country and what the what the mainstream vision of God is. But this dude was like 15 or 16 or 18 years sober. I'm like, man, that's cool. You know, yep. so that was just a huge example. And I and I wonder if they and, and they used to bring Founders Day would bring people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to did that on purpose, but I'm sure they took those opportunities, whether it was sure. Middle East or, or any, any place other than here, people have different beliefs. If it were just a God thing, all those folks outside of this mainstream America, I, American idea or whoever believes in the mainstream religion, um, mm-hmm. we're out of a place, right? You know, so right. yeah, just, I don't know that, that blew my mind. That just popped into my head, <laughs> that blew my mind. Right. Well, uh, you remember I used to go to the 12 and 12 all the time and there was a, uh, <laughs> There was a hippie Vietnam veteran, atheist, another atheist there. Um, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a big fan of hippies, um, and I really don't have <laughs> – not a big fan of Vietnam veterans. Um, just that's my own personal thing. Uh, buy me a cup of coffee. I'll explain it to you one day. But um, anyway, but he was a, he was a great guy. Um, and uh, he we were doing one of the God steps in the 12 and 12 – and um, he had the greatest line, and Bill knows it, but um, the greatest line, I don't believe in the great pumpkin, but it seems to make Linus happy. I just <laughs> love that. You know, I don't believe in Jesus, but it seems to make these people happy. I don't believe in Buddha, but it seems to make these people happy. I don't believe in Allah, but it seems to make these people happy. I don't fight that shit anymore. You know, if something's keeping you sober, if something's making you a better person, good, good something's making you an asshole and making you a bad person. That's not good. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, and as soon as you said the hippie do it and that he, that dude was wonderful. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the hell out of him. And yeah, that was the, the 12, 12 and four that, uh, that yeah. you went to. And then, you know, I mean, I, and again, I went there not certainly not even close to as much as you did, but right. But yeah, that the first time you told me that I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, seems to make Linus happy, but that's true. I don't, uh-huh. and that's, you know, we've talked about that before, and and we're very open that um, obviously what what got us and what keeps us, you know, sober is mm-hmm. you know the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. But right. the, the thing of it is, and um, I mean, I've done, you know, again all these podcasts and all these other things. I'm kind of an information sponge in a lot of ways. I don't think mm-hmm. I was. I don't feel like I was sheltered by AA at all. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. I'm really intrigued by hearing how all these other people are staying sober. It's blowing my mind, you know, Mm -hmm. and this has been within the last eight months. No, well, figure November. Yeah. Last eight months, you know, and I never knew in, although we, we joked about it kind of like, you know, we're clearly not sober, curious, a gray area, whatever it is, but right. I didn't know any of that shit existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'd never heard of it. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? You know, but, and, <laughs> and people out there that are kind of, you know, that, that are just don't drink because they, they want to live mm-hmm. a better, they're just simply alcohol free. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to be, they don't want to be, nor probably need to be called alcoholics. They're probably not sober in our sense of the word, but they're sober, you know, mm-hmm. in their, in their own sense of the word, you know, right. so, Again, the the bottom line is exactly what you just said. If there's any, if there whatever's keeping you sober and making you a better person, keep doing some more of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, last thing on then this was kind of like uh, I think maybe we even answered that, but um, the second part of that question was, and this was my own thought: was there anything that um, happened 
um, that you didn't expect because of sobriety. And I, I suppose now that I think about it, we've talked about all these miracles and everything like that in our lives mm-hmm. and great things. But anything else that pops into your head about like anything that happened that you were just like, damn, you know, this, this is cause I'm sober other than all the different things that we talked about. Right. Um, <laughs> so much, you know, so much, um, being a homeowner, being, uh, being a part of the community outside of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, doing this radio thing. Um, uh, yeah, being, being a citizen, you know, and, and actually enjoying it, you know, being a good neighbor. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I occasionally do things, uh, my next door neighbor on one side of my house, she's a, she's an older lady. She's a widow. She lives by herself. I do stuff for her occasionally, you know, um, just run little errands, whatever, you know, she'll text me and say, Hey, can you do this for me? Yes, absolutely. I can. Do I want to? No, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? I can do it. So I will do it. Yeah. That's, that's one of the cool things. That, that again, I'm not completely selfish, self-centered asshole anymore. Yeah, and I mean that's what when when I wrote that down, I was thinking, God, I mean we talked about, I mean so many things, and we talked about, you know, our kids and our families, and mm-hmm. um, again being being present and um, just being there for other people. And but yeah, I mean being able to to do things like that, you know, I thought of something as simple as, you know, but uh, my my son. You know, and he's not uh, he's not like a, a problem drinker or anything like that, but he's 21 mm-hmm. years old. He and his buddies will go out and he uh, sure. he's called me a couple of times because I told him, I said, and here's the thing. And, and however, however, all you people out there want a parent, I don't give a fuck. But this is how my my ex-wife and I taught him um, mm-hmm. is that we knew he was going to drink. So we tried to to help him do that responsibly and mm-hmm. tried not to 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 belittle him and tell him not to because we wanted him to be, right. open. Right. you know, and guess what? He's done all of that. He's he's drank, but he's open with us. He's never hesitated to give us a call. His friends um, can't could never call their parents because they get in trouble. And that's what mm-hmm. we told them too. We're like we're like you can call. We will come pick you up, and we're not going to put the you know put the the thing on the end of it. But we're going to talk in the morning. I said sure. the 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 only time I do that, I said I said if I had to pick you up at the police station because you were drunk mm-hmm. driving, mm-hmm. or you beat the shit out of somebody or something like that, we're right. going to have a conversation. But I said if you were out partying with your friends please call me, you know, so being able to tell him, for instance, that I don't care what time of the day or night you call me Mm -hmm. when I answer the phone, when you, when you wake me up and it's fine. Um, I'm just going to be tired. I'm not going to be drunk. I can come get you, you know? So you want to talk about freedom, you know, like Mm -hmm. you said, freedom. (laughs) Cool. I mean, uh, and I, the the one time I drove, it was like 35 or 40 minutes away. And it was like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, eh, (laughs) but I went, I went and picked him up and on the way <laughs> the way there he calls me and he's like his his buddy Mike. Um he's like, Hey, he goes, Do you mind if Mike comes with us? And I'm like, Mike, I said, the Mike I know? And I said, No, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm like, it doesn't even matter what Mike it is, because I know his buddy Mike. Right. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes, You know, I'm like, I don't even care who it is. If one of your friends needs a ride, yeah. I'm like, yep. oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. Um, you know, so things like that. And then I got a random text, uh, from, from Kimmy the other day. And I, I don't need to go through exactly what she said, but it was just out of the blue, um, for no reason in the world, um, just said a really nice thing to me. And I was just like, mm-hmm. stuff like that too. And I'm like, God damn, really? You know? And, uh, and I say that God damn really. Cause like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. um, knowing that I can receive things like that and, 
Um, and I don't want to say deserve. That's a bad way to put it. But knowing that I'm worthy or she thinks I'm worthy of a comment. Right. Like that, you know, yeah. Is, I mean, what else can, yeah, what else can we <laughs> what else can we ask for in life? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the gift. You know, yeah. that we're there for the people that we said we cared about all those years that we didn't fucking show them. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you know what? Um, I just, I, I turned around and again, my phone was sitting on the table behind me and mm-hmm. uh, wow, we, we've gone longer than we normally do, but we yeah. ended on a, on a super positive note. Now you're going to, you're, I think you're going to say the word fuck here in a minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is, which that's is, a pretty good bet. I know. I know. In any but, context. Right. But uh yeah, I've got a couple <laughs> more things on here, but um personally, I mean this and I this is a great conversation. It turned into a little bit different than than I thought it would go, but I mean that in a good mm-hmm. way. So um yep. but yeah, awesome. And then uh, next week, just to remind everyone, we'll probably be recording on Saturday, am I correct? Yes. Yes. Uh we'll we'll get to it. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, I'm going to the baseball game on Thursday. We're driving up to Detroit on Friday. So at some point on Saturday, it may even be later on Saturday. I'm not sure what's going on for sure yet. Yeah, that's fine. Even if we, regardless of what time, if it's any time after afternoon anyhow, because I'm sure um, I'll be doing stuff over at Mom's, one mm-hmm. way or the other rather than, so next week, which would be the, the like the 16th uh, rather the Saturday. than Saturday. Yeah. So rather than this, the, the episode hitting on a Saturday, it probably hit Sunday morning. But yep. I'll, I'll I'll let people know on on Instagram coming up to it. But one way or the other, we're we're not running away. We'll be there. So <laughs> no, we're out there doing stuff for our families. Yeah, enjoying that sober life, right? Living absolutely, living our, living our best lives. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that reaction, but all right. So we can ramble again for however long, but I'm just going to let you close this sucker out. So, All right. Well, once again, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Give us five stars. Leave a review if you'd like, good or bad. We really don't care. But as long as you put the five stars on there, uh, buy a T-shirt, buy a coffee mug, be good to each other, do something nice for somebody else this week. And as always, fuck off. Yep, there it is. <laughs> All right, brother. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Love you too. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.